planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to the Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio Killer Be Killed special. That was Save the Robots from, of course, Killer Be Killed, whose debut album hit everyone's top releases of 2014. And here to chat about all things Killer Be Killed is Greg Preciato. Awesome to have you on the show with us again, man. How's things? Great, man. I'm uh, a month away from coming down there, so I'm, I'm excited. Awesome, man. Well, how's all the prep going for uh, the tour? Good. You know, we're just for, uh, ironing out, you know, when we're going to get together because, uh, you know, we need to set aside like a week of time to, to rehearse. And so, you know, we just kind of got that actually figured out today because, as you can imagine, it's just a colossal pain in the ass to get all of us in the same room at the same time. And there's always, you know, three of us that can do, you know, sometime, and then one person can't, and then the other three can do it. So it just becomes an ordeal. But uh, this is actually working out really nicely. We're going to have, like, the entire week before we leave to uh, to all pretty much rehearse morning tonight so when we get down there we want to we won't fuck up too much <laughs> man i'm sure it's going to be uh such an amazing show there's so many new fans down here that are, are just itching to see you guys live so yeah, you know I just, uh, I just texted troy right before you called i just texted troy telling him how excited i was man like it started it's starting to feel really tangible now like the the knowing that we're going down there it's starting to really hit me. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Give me the fucking microphone. I'm ready. I'll, I'll play right now. Oh man, I, I'm hoping you guys do some side shows too, because uh, you know it's it's definitely going to be one of those things that to see you guys as much as as we possibly can down here, because we're we're pretty lucky. Yeah, I'm hoping, man. We don't have a we don't know yet because I mean it seems like they do everything so late with uh, Soundwave, but we don't know whether we're playing any Soundwaves yet or not. I actually saw Randy the other day. I saw I saw Randy from Leon Scott the other day, and we were talking about Soundwave, and uh, we were saying we should play some we should play Soundwaves together. But uh, obviously, we don't we don't know if uh, that's going to be the case. But I would, that I'm crossing my fingers that that us and Lamb play together. I think that would be a fucking killer show. Oh man, that would be that would be amazing. Well, uh, you know this this Soundwave is of course shaping up to be you know the, the, probably the best one yet. And tonight you've chosen uh, your top five tracks from some of the bands that uh, you know you recommend to check out the festival. And first up is of course the legendary Soundgarden song "Beyond the Wheel" uh, from uh, Ultra Mega OK. So what was it about that track that really stands out to you on that album? You know, man, when I was young, I I was I listened to like a lot of like when I was like seven years old. I I started getting into things like Guns N' Roses and kind of like that like sleazier like rock vibe. And then and then pretty quickly after, I would say maybe about eight or nine, I got into like Metallica and Slayer and Anthrax and Megadeth and all this stuff. And I was super into thrash. Like I was into things that were really fast. But uh, Soundgarden was the first band that I heard that really hit me. With, with like slower tempos and like a doomier vibe and uh up until that point you know i was just like a spazzy kid and all i wanted to do was listen to like fast music and the first time i heard that Soundgarden song that was the first my real introduction to doom uh and and just slowing things down and just kind of like pulverizing people with like menace instead of you know instead of just being hyper and aggressive that there there was 
a certain weight and confidence to just having of just a menacing doom riff. And and it's funny, I the first time I ever saw Soundgarden, I saw them at Lollapalooza. And uh so I saw them for the first time when I was a kid at a festival and the and the sun was going down and uh, it was kinda of windy and looked like it might rain and Soundgarden came on stage and I was kind of a fan but I wasn't like a super fan yet. And when I saw Soundgarden play and they just had like this such an ominous, like doomy vibe to them that I was just absolutely blown away. And uh, that was the song that I remember that really stuck with me when I was standing there watching them. And, and it's to this day one of my favorite songs. Mine too, man. You've got to love Soundgarden, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing those guys again. And uh, another track that you've chosen for us uh, is, of course, Faith No More, The Real Thing, which I was looking at today. It's it's almost 26 years old, that album, and, and it still holds up. No, it doesn't even make sense to me that that album's 26 years old. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah, that album was a huge album to me. When I was a kid, uh, there were two bands that kind of, I think, later on, are the reasons that I started singing. And those two bands were Faith No More and The Bad Brains. And those were the bands where I saw a singer that was doing something different than the whole, you know, most singers were either playing guitar or they were doing like a hair metal type of a thing. And when I saw Faith No More and heard Faith No More and I saw Bad Brains or heard Bad Brains, they were the two bands that, that I really started getting interested in, in singing. And there was some, I saw a video of the real thing live. I saw they had a video from the Brixton Academy in the UK, a live video. And uh, for some reason, the song, the real thing was the one that, you know, made me into a fan. I, I love that Brixton Academy gig too. Like, I think everyone had that video and he comes out in the, the, yeah, I, had the <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, I probably watched that. 200, I might've watched it 200 times. Yeah. Probably when I was a kid. DVD now. Got it on DVD, and uh, it's, it's no, it's, uh, no. I'd love to watch it. I haven't seen it in probably a, a decade, man. After after YouTube or something. Yeah, for sure, man. It's it's still awesome. Well, we're going to go to those tracks now, and we'll be back very soon with Greg from Killer Be Killed on Rabbit Noise. And we're back on Rabbit Noise. That was Faith No More with their classic, The Real Thing. And before that was Soundgarden, Beyond the Wheel, both chosen by our guest tonight, Greg from Killer Be Killed. Now. The third track we have coming up that you picked is by my all-time favorite band, uh, The Smashing Pumpkins, and uh, the song is Muzzle from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, and that album is so incredibly diverse, and out of all those tracks, uh, why did you pick Muzzle? What was it that drew you to that? You know what? I, you know, I don't know, man. You know, you like the certain songs that hit you and resonate with you for a certain reason, and for I don't, I don't really know what it is. You know, maybe... Uh... There, there may have been a moment when I was younger that I heard that song and I was really, you know, having a, a, a good day or something and that song just kind of like married itself to me. But for some reason, that song is the one song. And it's funny because it's not even like a, 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 a single. It's not like Today or Chair Rock or Disarm or anything. But that's the one that if I were to pick a song by that band to listen to, it, it would always be that song. And, and that band is... To me, you know, a lot of bands that I liked later on, like Deftones and My Bloody Valentine, and I, you know, I got really into uh, to shoegaze and and slow dive and things like that. And I don't think I I would have kind of known about that whole like wall of sound guitar thing if I hadn't have heard Smashing Pumpkins. And that, you know, I don't think albums like Deftones, White Pony, and things like that would have existed. You know, if Smashing Pumpkins hadn't done what they did. 
in the early nineties. So they're uh, they're they're an important band. Definitely, man, and uh, a very important band for me. As I said, like uh, when I first started getting into music, that was the one band that just I went out and got every album. Uh, everything posters on the wall it was just and that track man that track is also one of mine uh my favorite off off melancholy so uh very good Thank choice you. there man another band uh that everyone is talking about on the lineup is of course godflesh and uh the track you chose is pulp so they are a bit underground so how'd you get exposed to godflesh Man, I had a, an older friend who's about 10 years older than me when I was, you know, in my mid-teens, and he was a drummer in a local band, and he had, he was like the guy in the scene that just like knew everything, like he knew every little band. He had like 2,000 CDs, and he had like all these bands he never heard of before, and uh, he, you know, turned me on to the Street Cleaner record, and uh, it was so pulverizing. Like I'd never heard anything remotely like that. It was so far away from, you know, even like a, you know. A, some, something else that was, you know, heavy or slow. Like this was just in a way where I, I couldn't, it sounded like a giant machine was, you know, bulldozing over you. And uh, I, I didn't even understand what I was hearing. They kind of had this abstract, really artistic imagery. And, uh, they, you know, that I hadn't listened to that band in a little while. And, and uh, the other day I put Street Cleaner in when I realized that they were playing Soundwave with us. I've never seen them, and I'm, I'm so excited to see them. And I've been listen to it, and it's still so heavy. Like it really is heavy, and you can hear where, you know, bands like Nine Inch Nails, you know, later on, really kind of took a lot of like the heavier, the heavier Nine Inch Nails, the slower stuff that's on like a fragile and whatnot. You can totally tell that 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 was inspired by Godflesh, and uh, they're again like if people don't know who they are, they should absolutely do themselves a favor and, and check them out. Apparently. They're going to be a highlight for me, I think, as well. So, you know, because I don't believe they've ever toured here. So, oh, are you serious? That's awesome. Yeah, everyone needs to see Godflesh. Yeah, it's going to be amazing, man. All right, well, we're going to go to that Godflesh track now, Pulp, and uh, we'll be back in a minute with uh, Greg from Killer Be Killed. Welcome back to the show. That was Godflesh with Pulp, who will be, of course, touring Australia for the first time as part of the Soundwave Festival Tour in 2015. Uh, and now we're joined by the one and only Greg Preciado from Killer Be Killed. And so far, we've uh, had Soundgarden, Faith No More, Smashing Pumpkins, and, of course, Godflesh. But you've got one more track for us tonight, man, which is uh, Incubus Vitamin, uh, which is from uh, their second album, Science, which was huge with a lot of guys down here that I know. So uh, you've seen them live before as well, of course. I picked that track, actually, because we played a lot of festivals with those guys. In the early 2000s, we ended up being on, like, Kind of like I think it was like 2002. We ended up doing a lot of European festivals, and like pretty much almost every festival we played, it seemed like they were playing. And uh, they, you know, I didn't care a, a, a whole lot about that band going into it, but obviously you end up getting to know people and uh, and hearing them a lot. And there's certain there's a certain nostalgia for that summer of touring that for some reason I just associate with uh, with that band. Like you see, you know, them again, and you're like, oh hey, you know, I just saw you few days ago and like you become uh you know certain things marry themselves to certain time periods of your life so that summer of touring in 2002 in europe i like i said we play with those guys a lot and i think the riff in that song is actually really killer and he his voice honestly is unbelievable every every day like we would watch them play and he would flip he would sound note perfect and it was 
as a singer kind of, you know, for me, just like, fuck, this is, you know, the guy just sounds absolutely perfect every single day. So that was a, you know, cool. And at that point, at that point, we had only played with really little bands. Like Dillinger had only played with really small bands. And the whole idea of playing festivals with giant bands was so new and crazy to us that that time period was so exciting. And uh, for some reason, that you know, that song and that band is a little bit married to that time period. So there it is. You know, it's like that with albums. Sometimes, you know, you put on an album and it, it can take you back to, you know, the exact place and time, you know. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's more about that time of your life than it does even the song. Like, you don't even know whether or not you would have liked the album or the song, you know, if, if you'd heard it in another context. But, it, you know, music has a weird way of, like, just really marrying itself, like, soundtracking itself to certain times of your life. And, then, and it's always really cool to be able to play those and instantly be transported, you know, back you know decades prior there's nothing like it and, and it's awesome man well we're going to uh go to that incubus track now and uh, we'll follow that up of course with uh some more kill be killed and then some dillinger escape plan uh thanks for hanging with us tonight man and uh sharing those tracks and uh we really can't wait to see you guys at soundwave and hope you guys have as much fun up there as what we are having in the pit Man, I'm so excited. I don't think I'll be able to stay on stage for more than a couple of songs before I end up taking the guitar off and getting in the pit with you. So I'll see you, uh, I'll see you in a month then. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 